Hello everyone, welcome to Feature Creature, the Netflix horror movie podcast. Welcome to the fourth episode of Feature Creature Flicks. I have two feature guests here this time, my two older brothers, Daniel Harmon and Stephen Harmon. Today we're going to be discussing a horror movie called The Ritual. The synopsis for The Ritual is that four friends with a long-standing but strained connection take a hiking trip into the Swedish wilderness from which they may never return. Apparently, this movie is based on a novel called Adam Neville, and it's directed by David Brucker. He actually created Amateur Night in the first entry of the VHS horror anthology. Have any of you guys seen the first VHS movie? Nope. Uh, yeah. You've seen the first VHS? Um, I believe it's one of the the last ep- the last parts of it where uh, those kids like record um these goat they like have ghosts come into their house at the end it's it's interesting uh it's a lot different than this movie though in quality terms but um yeah so let's move on and describe some of these characters and then we'll describe how what our opinions are about this movie uh steve you want to go on to describe some of these guys well it's a group of five friends um uh, they're English, and they uh, are, it seems like they've been friends for a long time, and they're moving into their 30s if they haven't been there already, so they're starting to get a little older. They're not, uh, uh, you know, just getting drunk all night every time, you know, anymore. Yeah. They're getting on with their careers and their families, so they're looking for uh other things to do when they they plan uh, holidays together so they're looking for something else to do and they're talking about what to do there's um luke is sort of the main character um we can identify him by the fact that he's the only one who seems to smoke (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and uh beyond that there's uh donald who's the guy with the glasses he's kind of the whiny overweight guy and uh phil is the token person of color he's a doctor uh, he's uh, wealthy and kind of shallow and then there's hutch who is the kind of outdoorsy leader of the group kind of guy who uh sort of knows what he's doing and is trying to keep everybody sane um beyond that there's a, there's uh the uh, the character one of the characters in the beginnings a guy named rob uh who seems to be like uh sort of innocent let's all let's all uh uh you know get along kind of guy yeah um so yeah we have these uh introduction with these kind of five characters um spoiler alert though one of them is not going to be throughout the movie of course uh we start off with them out on a night drinking it's kind of like your usual buddy buddy night you know we've all had those drunken nights um, but yeah, uh, they're just out having a good time in a bar and then they go into a liquor store. One of them gets killed, um, while a guy's robbing the store 
and he gets pretty much like punched right in the face or something like it's i think that's probably if if i were to say what the first jump scare is i think that would be it just the suddenness of the violence in the scene you don't expect it i mean it's kind of a tense situation but uh how it ends up playing out is is really really surprising and kind of stays with you throughout the whole film i think yeah it's kind of they use it as a bad memory throughout this film uh kind of a reference point if you say mm-hmm. um yeah so we got a it's a depressing turn like they're all having a good time and then i know where robbery occurs it's like this could happen to anyone right and yeah so their friend dies and then we fast forward out of nowhere we get you know we get our titles credits and everything and um yeah so these friends they discussed a trip with their friend that died in the beginning and they decided to go on this trip this hiking trip and they kind of dedicate it to his memory um throughout here they go into these dark woods and they take a path uh leads them to some creepy cabin and this is where i get this sense of evil dead did you guys if you guys remember the first evil dead movies did you guys get that sense of that creepy evil dead vibe you know the cabin in the woods yeah definitely uh there's there's the when they light upon it they they don't even they don't even see it coming they're just sort of lost in the woods and then there it is uh so you're kind of like if you remember in evil dead there's there are those hikers who end up showing up repeatedly you know yeah uh and so these hikers are kind of like that they don't they're lost in the woods and then they see the cabin you know yeah um so this is obviously where you'd expect something sketchy to happen you know you see a creepy cabin in the middle of nowhere and obviously this is not going to be a normal occurrence they're not going to just go in there and have a good time right they're all kind of uh they're pissed at the main character in a way they all kind of have ill ill uh, emotion towards him in a way um yeah so from from here on out though the the film has really dark lighting they have great effects great camera angles and they leave you guessing what's going to happen next the the thing i found really effective was just how the setting really contributes to the sense of horror because if it's it's um it's a natural forest is what it looks like. So if you've been out in those natural forests, you know, the trees are so thick that you can't see anything, but you can kind of hear stuff moving around. Yeah, they're they're really playing on the atmosphere here. That's one of the biggest parts of this movie is atmosphere, sound effects, and soundtrack. They uh they managed to do they managed to do it really effectively, but in a kind of naturalistic way. I mean, the woods always looks like the woods. Yeah. You know? The cabin always looks like the cabin, but it just manages to be manages to be terrifying, and still look like what it is. Exactly. Um, anything to add to that, day? Yeah, I mean, it was a, uh, uh, it was there was a uh, good scenery there. Yeah. Um, too. Yeah. So, one other thing about these characters. I, one thing I noticed is none of them really particularly stand out besides the one that died at this point. You know, they're all kind of even. We don't really get too much crazy backstory other than, you know, they were all here for this guy dying, right? The only the one who has the most persona is the, the whiny, annoying guy. Uh, and that's just because you don't like him. <laughs> Everyone else is kind of... 
they, no, yeah, no, nobody really stands out in any in any way as any sort of personality. Yeah, they're all kind of equals. Um, so far, like, yeah, what kind of vibes do you guys get from this movie? Doesn't it doesn't it seem it's they're trying to make it creepy and slow paced, right? Like nothing really. Yeah. Sort of happens after this guy dies for a while. It's just kind of them walking through the woods, creepy shit happening, popping out here and there in a way. We we get well, part- like that. The movie, like, I don't know, like, I felt like the movie, uh, there was, I didn't, it, it was like, it changed so much throughout, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, that's an, I, that's a good point. There was so many different, uh, every, like, I don't know, every, like, 20 minutes or so, it seemed like it, the plot changed, I couldn't understand what was going to happen yeah uh you know we get a lot of random flashbacks right we get a lot of they pass out all together in the cabin and we get all these random flashbacks of this dude dying nightmares marks on their chests creepy stuff you know uh come to think of it uh but kind of uh, on the lines of what danny was saying um now, Mike, you, you, you draw a, drew a connection between the cabin scenes and Evil Dead. Yeah. I, I think you could probably cut up the film into reference into those kinds of other chunks with other movies. The beginning part, uh, up in, well, not the beginning part, uh, but, you know, that sort of up until when they're hiking, up until they get to the cabin. It kind of feels like deliverance in a sort of way, you know, it's like. They're out in the woods and whatnot, and they're out, they're out of their element, and they they make some decisions that they shouldn't and um whatnot and then towards the end it kind of feels more like uh more like the wicker man Uh, a little bit yeah um yeah a lot of people seem to say about this movie is it seems like blair witch and that's an easy distinction too we got dark woods and random uh ritualistic patterns rain hunting trees you know creepy uh yeah big wicker figure um Mm -hmm. you know hey in this regard, yeah, it's, it seems like they're setting up for some big finale, something big. They're trying to build up to something. That's what this whole movie seems to be in a way, like a build up. Like we know something's about yeah. to go wrong with all these characters, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, so we don't really have to particularly talk about this in an organized way with this story because it's really this story is all over the place. You know, we don't get much backstory to what's going on. It's just kind of shits randomly happening to these guys one at a time. Um, but yeah, I want to play back to that thing Danny mentioned that it's very unpredictable in this story. Uh, you really have no idea what's going to happen. Who's going to die next, right? Um, what did you guys think about the gore, though? Wasn't there some pretty crazy gore effects? It's not over the top, but we had some intense tree death scenes, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I think um, uh, I think one of the effective things they do with the monster is that they don't reveal it yeah. until like much later. So you're always you get yeah, suggestions of its size and its strength. Or yeah, and what it sounds really like. You just sort of see what it does. You yeah, know? yeah. You you hear it moving. Yeah, so we kind of get the after effects of the creature. We hear it in the woods. Um. Yeah, I. Well, you didn't even know there was a. You didn't even know it was a creature in the beginning, like right. even though I mean, well, I won't. I don't want to say too much, but uh, the yeah, you see a uh, a nice scene in the beginning where you don't know what you like. What who did it, right? Yeah, right. 
you don't know exactly who did it, so, but it's pretty gruesome, I'll say that, there's a, there's a lot of detail, so, it seems, I, I don't know, it seemed real, so, it looked good. Yeah, I would say the first death is one of the most shockings, after we get the whole robbery, murder thing out of the way, our first death of our main characters in after this. After that death. Yeah, that tree hanging scene oh man that was really gruesome they really they did a good job of the acting here you yeah. know everyone freaking out and the music got well, really intense yeah and then but the yeah i mean uh wait can we talk about it yeah yeah i mean i already yeah, pretty yeah. much said spoiler alert so all right yeah because uh i mean when he's like screaming you're just like oh wow it yeah. like puts you in there you know you're like okay like you're just you're listening to somebody die right now yep you're lit yeah like you guys are right now listening to your friend die. Yep, that's a theme there. through this and movie. They that's what you're doing. Find, they can't. Yeah, find they don't know what to is. do. They don't know what to do. Yeah. They're just like, uh, well, I don't know they what just, to do. They hear it happening, I don't but know they what the can't fuck see to do. anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you've got like a really loud creature sound in the background, all, and then you have some person in the background, ah! and then we just, you know. We know something bad's happening. You see the aftermath. Yeah, you see the aftermath all the time, but you don't see the creature itself. You get little glimpses of it here and there, which is a good build-up in a way, in my opinion. But yeah, uh, let's move on to discuss some of the jump scares. Do you guys think there's a lot of jump scares in this movie? And do you think they're effective? No, I don't think there was that many at all, actually. They had a few loud um, noises here and there, but yeah. It wasn't all jump scares. Yeah, there wasn't that many. I think at the end, like towards the end, there might have been more. Uh, but I don't, yeah, I don't remember like you any. Know, I think the first, I think the, I think the two biggest ones, uh, for me anyways, thinking about my experience, the, the, the two jump scares that really, really stood out to me were the one in the beginning where the friend dies. And it's just so sudden that it's like a scare. Like I was like, oh. You know what happened, but then uh, when they're in the cabin, and they have those uh, those the first experience with the monster, you know, yeah, it's mm. that's that's the other big one for me is how like it feels like a nightmare, you know, yeah, and he has a vision. He keeps having Luke keeps having the vision. Yeah, but nothing of, like popped out for him, right? Like nothing popped out on the screen. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that anything popped out. It was when he had the, he had the vision, and he was like reliving the moment when the friend died, and then suddenly that was all pulled away. Was kind of the jump scare. Yeah. Um, um, and that to me, anyways. I would. Yeah. yeah. This movie, it's got. I would say they aren't really necessarily jump scares. They're kind of just loud music moments where it's kind of like the music's pointing. Uh, at what should freak you out Wait. and make you jump a little bit. Well, what is a jump scare? I would I would classify a jump scare as, you know, they're trying to shock you, right, really quick. It's a really quick thing, and then it, it goes I, away. I thought a jump scare is something that pops out, like something that, like, where they, sh- they like, you know what I mean? Like, you see something, it, it uh... It makes you jump. Yeah, and you know, right. it's a sudden, su- sudden shift. And they don't, makes yeah, they don't have a lot out. of sudden shifts in this movie. They kind of have. There's a part where, uh, you know, when he first gets his first glimpse at the creature, he looks in the woods, and it's just kind of like a, <laughs> you know, that's kind of like a jump but scare in a way. When his, it, it was that that moment when his vision, like his, his, it looked like a nightmare of the thing, and then the like the aisles. 
like fell over and you could see the trees getting knocked over as the, the monster that he couldn't see disappeared in the, in the woods and then like he was so so it implied that it was the monster creating those that vision for him yeah and for me that was for me that was a that was a jump scare. and whether or not because so it was not. like go ahead well, go ahead i was just gonna say so it's not like uh like a thing that like literally makes you like jump well yeah no like it is pops out and makes you it jump depends on the person it. watching it but uh, you can see they're trying to make you jump at certain points with the music. The music is the major cue here when they have the sudden, oh, yeah. you know, the fucking just loud yeah, noise out of yeah. nowhere. They mm-hmm. have a few oh, yeah, of those. I don't think they. I don't. Did they, they? I don't think they had that many. No, they didn't have. They didn't have a lot in this movie. What this movie relies upon, which we're about to get to, are creepy scenes, right? So uh, yeah, they try to creep yeah. you out instead of scare you. They try to get this atmosphere going with creepy, dark scenes and scenes of the past. Of they see people, criminals in the past, in this drugstore, saying creepy things to them. You get creepy noises from this creature randomly. You just hear all these random noises. So they really, one the, yeah. One of the most brilliant things to me was uh, when when they finally have to camp out in the woods there. You know, we've all been camping, and, and you know how it's like you wake up at, like, 2 or 3 in the morning to take a piss. Yeah. Right? And then you go, like, you're good. That's fine. And nothing happens. You go back to sleep. But as, you're, as you're laying there, you like you can, like, hear stuff moving around outside the camp. You can hear, yep. like, the, yep. the breathing noise, you know? Yep. And they really captured that yep. sort of, like, you're always kind of freaked out. You're like, fuck, is this a bear? Even though it's probably a raccoon or something. You know. Yep. Yeah, and and they like uh like that guy. He's like hiding in his tent, and you're like really thinking about it. Like, what what are you gonna do? You're not gonna like a tent. That thing's not gonna save you at all. It's right. like a piece of piece of like cloth. It's not gonna right. do anything. Yeah. But for yeah. some reason, he feels safe inside of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. A lot of this creepiness, um, especially when the creature starts like hunting them, they really play it up by uh. One of the uh, characters, I believe his name's Luke, the kind of nerdy guy. Remember when they first kind of show the creature killing the second guy that dies? Luke is the main character guy. Oh, Donald's not Luke. I meant Donald. Guy. My bad. I, yeah. yeah, so Donald, one of our second uh, protagonist in the movie that dies, He, uh, we kind of get a glimpse of the creature again, and then we we see Don, Donald hiding like in some, like like what, like some trees or something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's 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 pretty clearly a wimp and a coward. Uh, is what he is. But uh, yeah. Um, it's kind of creepy because we can hear the creature in the background while he's hiding, and then he points at it, and you know we don't really see too much. But yeah, they play on this creepy factor. They don't really play jump scares throughout this movie. They're just trying to. They're trying to get a long-lasting creep effect, and I and I think that's. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah, I think it, it's effective for the most part. If you have this movie yeah. turned up and you're watching this alone or with your significant other in a dark room, yeah, this movie will creep you out in a way. It it will because because it doesn't. I mean, the thing that's there's a, here's the difference between um, between. Uh, uh, terror and horror, right? Yeah. Uh, terror is terror is a like a a a 
you're you're scared, right? Uh, it's it's a physiological sort of like uh kind of the jump scares work on your terror, but horror is kind of intellectual. It works on your mind. You know something is there, and that's the uh, that's what that's where the 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 scary stuff comes from. Yeah, um, yeah. So this movie is pretty creepy. I mean, we'll, we we can all agree on that. It's trying to be creepy. I mean, whether that's effective or not for some viewers, some people might not be creeped out by this. You know, people that see a ton of horror movies that really aren't impressed by certain things if they're not too extreme, they might not particularly enjoy this movie because it's not over the top gory, but it is shocking at times and it has a slow build up. So. If you're uh, in it for the story well, and unpredictability, you might enjoy this movie to some extent. Um, but, so yeah, let's discuss some of the things that don't work in this movie. Is it is there anything cheesy in this movie you guys think? Well, I mean, I don't know if this is... I don't know about cheesy, but something that... There was a lot of decision. These people made a lot of bad decisions. Ah, uh, yes. Like, I, I counted a lot of them, like, when I was yeah. watching. I was just like, oh, nope, that's a, you don't, don't do that. <laughs> like, that's a bad idea. <laughs> don't you know you're come, in a horror movie? Like, come, come on, on. <laughs> come on, why are you, what are you doing there? So they, they do, they, like, especially, like, that witchcraft, like, that, that thing they saw, that witch thing, like, you yeah. saw that, and they're like, oh, all right, I'm still gonna stay the night here. Yeah. Like, no, like, come on, like, somebody's gonna come back for that. This is not a... Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's not a decision so, normal people would make in real life, that's for sure. I don't I don't think so. I would hope not, but <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it was kind of unrealistic is how nobody in there would tell cuz a lot of their bad decisions were due to like one character being a whiny jerk. Yeah, and, exactly. And it's yeah, like nobody would just be like nobody would say no to him. Yeah, they just followed him. Yeah, and it's and a lot of them seem to know it was a bad idea. <laughs> like the ki- the guy with the glasses, he uh he was like, "I'm going down this way," and the guy's like, "No, we should go back." And nope. Yeah. He yeah. Should've, he should he should have stuck with his his uh his gut, but yeah. nope. Yep. Unfortunately, sticking with your gut is uh <laughs> apparently they have terrible guts in horror movies. So it's like yeah. in terms of what motivates like these horrifying the monster was really effective the 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 scares were really effective but the plot in terms of like the vehicle for putting them in these situations was kind of kind of stupid. Yeah, it's yeah. severely fragmented in a way. I really I uh, yeah. I didn't feel like this movie was consistent. Yeah, well, unrealistic anyways. Yeah. yeah. Well, simply the movie is about what? It's about a a a boy who tries to prove that he's a real man (laughs) (laughs) yeah actually yeah 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 i mean it's it's a coming of age story when you put it right down to it uh yeah yeah um, i mean he like cowers right he like cowers in the in the in the grocery store or in the liquor store and then at the end he's screaming at the monster yeah and you know you're right in another way is because in in the beginning it's like he wanted to they're all talking about what should we do for the holiday and whatnot. What should we all, you know, do when we go away together? And he's like, let's get blasted, kind of. And everyone else is like, uh, oh, no, I'm, you know. Yeah. 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 And then, so it's like, he's the immature one. Yep. Yeah. And, 
yeah by the end he it, and so so the plot functions to allow him to yeah they really <laughs> he's probably the only character out of them that has any character development i mean right you know his friend uh donald kind of he kind of grows some balls towards the end by giving him some good advice, I guess, in a way, kind of... Nah, he just gives up. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, you know, he's, like, burned this fucking place to the ground, you know? It's like, he gives up on his own life, but, you know, he wants him to at least end the whole thing. And, uh... When they said that, I was like, what, are you fucking... These guys fucking Rambo or something? I mean... These are just some schlubby guys who who drink together. They're, it's like what's spe- the only guy with special abilities got killed in the beginning. Yeah. You know? yeah, I, yeah, and you know our character Luke, he does become somewhat of a badass at the end. He gets he grows yeah, some yeah. balls. Like throughout the f- first uh, three fourths of the movie, he has no balls, and then <laughs> he grows he grows balls when uh, he starts seeing his last friend about to die. Uh, Another it would be spoiler. Nice if it didn't take four people to die to, uh, to for those balls to set in, but you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, hilarious moments in this movie, though. Uh, there's not very many hilarious moments. Oh, they man. try to joke here and there, but I'll there's, say one of the funniest one. parts to me. I laughed out loud at this. Probably shouldn't have, but he burns all these uh, corpses alive. That's pretty creepy and great. They have these corpses in a room and they're all opening their mouths and zombie-like, and he burns them. Uh, according to Don's advice. And then he walks down the stairs and the old lady sees him. Yeah. And then he punches her in the face. He just, he doesn't know what to do. He scowls at him and he's like, huh, boom. He just straight up (laughs) knocks her out. It was like, that was hilarious. I was not expecting that. I thought he would at least shove her and run away, but no, he fucking punches her in the face before she can do anything. And then, uh, yeah, he starts uh, doing our 80s movie gear up thing, you know, finds weapons. He saw the guns earlier. That was one of the coolest parts to me yeah. is he started gearing up to fight, right? I mean, it's kind of corny. That's probably our, our next cheesy aspect besides the monster itself. Um, yeah, he, he gets guns, gears up to fight all these people and the creature. And, uh, yeah, we kind of get a showdown at the end, right? We get a showdown between man and beast. And let's talk about the beast and itself. Monster, anyways. What do you guys think about yeah. this huge ass deer creature? <laughs> yeah, what did I have? Uh, I have, what was it? A giant termite horse dinosaur with antlers? <laughs> it, it's it's a number of things, right? It's got a little evil dead like aspect. We got It's yeah. got human arms and it's a huge ass deer creature. Coming <laughs> out of his face. And it's got a face yeah. in its chest or something. I. Uh, not sure where its, it's head's at, really. <laughs> it's yeah, uh, complicated. Yeah, yeah, they don't really go into much background detail about this. Not that they really have to, but holy shit, is it confusing? It really just comes out of nowhere. You're just like, oh my god, a deer creature with a big ass spine and human hands. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty freaky. Yeah, but it, it's at the same time, it's got a little corny aspect to it when you see the actual creature out in the open and the guy's watching it uh the thing grabs people by its human arms and puts it on the tree limbs <laughs> like it's it's uh pretty crazy you know i mean i i think it could have been creepier in this aspect but i would say that's one of my biggest cheesy moments is this huge cgi creature with human arms in uh you know a deer-like body i mean it's a it's a fun part of the movie but yeah it's really just 
out of nowhere to me. I don't really understand why it's a deer creature. <laughs> There's no... Well, uh, Yeah. Oh, D- uh, Danny, you have anything to say? Uh, nope. Okay. Well, I think it, uh, you know, I thought it was... It was a more interesting take to make the monster less monstrous. Yeah. You know, because it was supposed to be a god in it. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's another it's, aspect. It's, here's where the Wicker Man aspect comes in. Is it's like they're pagans or worshiping some this thing, and it's it's it doesn't look like your normal monster. Yeah, we got well, that also twist. Like the like, I don't know what the the purpose of like why it was doing what it was doing. Yeah, we never really got to that. We kind of just got the fact that there's sacrifices, there's a big deer god, yeah. and they worship it, right? They worship it because they yeah, can live forever it, or something. That's what she and mentions. And then it got scared yeah. if you yell at it. If you yell at it, then it runs away. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, at the end, it's like, um, well, spoiler alert, right? Yell at it. Yeah. No, but, no, no, no. It's, it's uh, because it's a creature, it's, it's a, the forest is its domain, you know? Yeah. It is of the forest. And let's talk about so how the guy defeats thing. it in a way, right? He it keeps stomping on it and it sympathizes with him somehow. It could have killed him at any no, moment. It wants him to worship him. Yeah, I mean it well it's kinda of stomping kinda him uses... down, trying to get him to worship, but he just keeps reaching for the axe, right? And then fucking Yeah. Because it's yeah. uh it kinda it, it doesn't talk about this, but what he does suggests that the thing needs worshippers or wants worshippers or something like that. So what does he do? Who does he kill? All the worshippers. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... You know? And so the thing is like, worship me, worship me, worship me. Instead he's like, axe to the face. Yep. He axed it a question, you could say. That's right. But, um, yeah, so... Another spoiler alert. We'll talk about how... The movie ends, even though we've kind of given you a lot of spoilers. Um, the ending was, I don't know, it just kind of came out of nowhere. I i didn't feel like the movie was complete. I felt like there could be more to it, in a way. It kind of just was like the guy saw more cool hallucinations of, you know, his past with a friend dying. We saw some really cool effects out of nowhere in the forest. And, um, yeah, he ran away from the creature after he axed it in the face. And then he runs and finds the end of the forest out of nowhere. Somehow, somehow he found the forest himself just by running straight. Didn't really have any direction. Mm-hmm. Got to the end of the forest. It's kind of like they ended it here just to have some sort of happy ending for someone in general. Kind of felt like it should have remained oh. hopeless in a way, but this guy got away somehow. He outrun a deer creature, a gigantic deer creature. This thing could probably outrun anyone in real life, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, somehow it didn't outrun him. He got away. He's here's how the movie's ending. He's standing at the end of the woods, screaming at it. I don't know why they had the scene. It was kind of hilarious. I mean, well, he's screaming at the creature, I, I think, screaming back. Right. I I think that that part of part of that is in part of the fault of it as a movie, as a horror movie, is that it does some. It has such a real sense of place. And the monstrousness seems so real, and and the 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 whole weird cult thing seems so really done, that it really there's a clash between that and the fact that the plot is just a metaphor for his personal development, you know. And so, huh. he finally 
gets the balls to stand up for himself once everyone's dead, of course. Yeah. And so the the culmination has less to do with the reality of how he would get out of that situation and more to do with the like the fact that he has now come of age and he's now able to deal with shit. I um, agree. Yeah. And that's the problem. The central problem with it is that it really creates this interesting world that it doesn't end up taking seriously with the plot. Yeah, there isn't enough development in a way. I mean, we got little hints of how it could develop. But yeah, it doesn't go into further detail. Um, it is cool how the guy grows a set of balls and he decides to fight finally when everyone says he's a coward and didn't defend his friend in the past and it yeah. haunted him to the point where he decided to finally fight after all his friends are dead. And you know, that's something... Well, I wish the, yeah. What were you going to say? I wish the movie wasn't about that. I wish it wasn't about uh-huh. that. I wish that because it was a, I thought it would, if it went like if it had a different reason but it's, it felt like that was the reason behind it. Yeah. But you know like I wish it was different because like the movie I thought it was a great movie but I thought the yeah it was like that was kind of the purpose or the like the main takeaway uh-huh. it seemed like of it and I didn't want it to be yeah I wanted it to be something else Too simple yeah simplified they simplified a really complex yeah. plot out of nowhere like it's all about right, at least him. I want to see like I want to see at least like afterwards like when I finished the movie I was thinking like well did he go tell the cops or something or yeah. did he go home did he just walk and, away and whatnot? how the hell did he get yeah, home yeah that's true no they yeah, see, he sees true. he sees he's what you you know it has the final cut it looks at the you see the the highway you know you see the car driving down the highway in the distance and so it's implied that you know he's found civilization he's going to be okay but you know what what's what about the aftermath of that like what is does he go and tell all of his friends wives and families and whatnot they you know oh well i just let all your families die in the woods <laughs> that's the end of it they all just disappeared yep uh, i didn't murder any like, of them i'm, I'm imagining yeah, I killed like, by a deer what god. happens is the the SWAT team comes in and sees a deer god or something like that or whatever the Swedish equivalent is. Um, yeah, you know. yeah. The sequel would be uh, him in prison. <laughs> it would be the yeah, it'd be that yeah, because so obviously you killed your. But then they would go yeah. in to find. That's the movie I want to see is when they file the next one where the detectives trying to to re, you know find the bodies that he ostensibly left behind go in the woods and see this fucking thing. And then it's it's sort of the yeah yeah, yeah kind of bigger yeah. and, and more explosive anyways. Fall into our cheesy yeah. sequel of having the protagonist come back to be the badass that guides the whole new people that die again. <laughs> That's yeah. I could see the sequel to this one being like the difference between twenty eight days later and twenty wait twenty eight weeks. Oh later. yeah, for sure. Wow yeah, that's a good distinction. Um, or a good connection between the two. Um, but yeah, let's. Let's discuss how we would rate this movie in each of our opinions out of 10. What number would you give this movie? In my opinion, I'll go first. I think this movie deserves a kind of a sort of C plus, like a 7.5. It's something I would show to other people and I'd watch again, but it's not something I'd watch maybe more than three times. I'd probably get sick of it after that point. It's uh, entertaining for your first watch because you have no idea what's going to happen. And you're like, oh, this is really cool. Maybe I should show this to someone because there's not a lot of good horror movies on Netflix. But at the same time, it's just kind of all over the place. And it's there's parts of it that make it not enjoyable. But there are parts of it that make it enjoyable to watch a few more times than the first time. What do you guys think? Um, 
You want to go first, eh? Yeah. Um, so, I I don't know. I would think it's like a six or a seven. Um, because, well, first of all, I would recommend it to somebody to watch because I thought it, it was a great movie. Yeah. But I don't know if I could uh, watch it myself again. Mm. That's the thing. Makes so sense. I could like recommend it to somebody, but I don't know if I could sit through that again. Uh, but I, I mean, it, I thought it was a good movie, so that's why I would rate it higher if I was like recommending it to somebody else. But then taking into account my if I have to watch it, I'm like, oh well, I don't know. So yeah, six or seven. What about you, Steve? Can I rate it? Like rate the two parts, the t- the tension I see working differently because, you know, there's it as a horror movie, but a lot of horror movies, a lot of really effective horror movies work as such because they've got an effective human drama. Yeah. And what I think, I I think if I were to rate the horror aspects of this movie, I would probably say like an eight, but the the human drama of it. I would probably rate like a five or a six. Hmm. You know, it's like the storyline and whatnot is pretty simple. And like as far as his personal development, what this means for him in his life and what it means for everybody else. But as a horror, the, the horror elements are so, so effective and believable. Uh, what undermines it is, is the, is the human drama is pretty stupid. Uh, yeah. So I think overall I would say maybe a seven or so. Because I, I I think there was a beautiful cinematography, you know. I thought that when when the characters were scared, I felt that the characters were scared. Yeah. The acting, there was good a uh, uh, good atmosphere. Everything was good in it, except for the human drama part was pretty simple, you know. It has a lot of the pitfalls that I see in a lot of good, uh, you know, good indie horror movies. You know, if anyone uh, uh, has anyone seen Grabbers. Grabbers, um, yeah, I saw that a while ago. Yeah, there's that, and then like a, any other good indie horror movie, or just any good indie movie, it feels like they foreshorten the plot too much. They 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 simplify the human drama in favor of the, these visuals. Yeah, like they focus too much on um, how they can make it a horror movie, but at the same time they uh, they overlook the people. They sacrifice the people's. Uh, the character development in a way and that's what I see here I don't really care about any of the people I mean they make you care yeah. about maybe the main character at the end in some way he shows well, some balls in a way but then throughout the and movie that's yeah. the only thing we care about is because he's the only person in the fucking movie who ends up showing any balls at all yeah they're all um, kind of neutral they're all just fighting so each other just sort of like finally yeah <laughs> someone stands up something. someone fights and the thing going on to kind them. of swept yeah. up in that movement and so that's why that's the best part or some of the best parts of the movie uh is because it's finally like if somebody's doing something instead of just being a whiny little asshole yeah yeah there there was a lot of standing around and watching <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and you know so cowering and whatnot I, yeah. it's kind of like the thing we ran into steve and i last movie we watched um, you know, they have a mix between drama and horror movie. 
not knowing which mm-hmm. one they want to focus on more. This movie focused more on horror, and they did a better job than Beyond the Gates, which we talked about last Much episode. Much better in the horror aspects. Much better in the horror aspects. Just still lacking on this whole drama thing. There's just kind of drama we don't care about. It's really serious about the person dying in the intro, a friend dying, but they really could have done this a little bit better. So, you know, I think we all agree on the C rating where they were really good with the gore, the cinematography, the effects all played off well, but the story itself had some issues, right? So mm-hmm. it's not a particularly smooth movie you'd want to watch multiple times and keep as a classic on your bookshelf or your movie shelf collection. But it's something you'd want to give a watch. Recommend to horror fans. Yeah, it's something you would want to watch once at least as a horror fan just to see what's out there, you know. Especially if you like that movie VHS and Amateur Night within it. But yeah, uh, so yeah, it's a, a C. We'll give that a 7 out of 10. Um, I think we would, we would all recommend this to someone if they wanted to show this to someone for the first time. And if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out if you're into horror. I, uh, any closing remarks from you guys? Uh, I thought, I mean, I thought it was a, it was definitely a good movie to watch. Um, I would recommend watching. It. It's like one of those movies you watch one time and that's it. But uh, I thought it was, it was good. It was definitely good compared to what's what's out there right now. Yeah. And uh, and I think in like it's just it's it's interesting because you don't know what's gonna happen. So there's a lot of surprises. Um, in the beginning, there's a good, uh, the characters, like, they do have a, like, you can relate to the characters, and they have, like, a good relationship, so that's kind of nice in the beginning, and it just is overall, I think, I think overall it's a good movie to watch, but it's, like, one of those movies, like I said, that you watch one time. Yep. Yeah. What about you, Steve? Anything else to add? Yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much agree with that. I, I think it's, um, I think I would definitely recommend it to to horror fans and I would recommend it to people who are interested in just indie movies in general because I think it's it's better than a lot of them but at the same time it also has all those same limitations that a lot of them also do yeah so, so. that's that for the ritual uh, check back with us next week as we'll check out another Netflix horror movie by random that we haven't seen yet um This is Feature Creature Flicks, and we're signing out. See you next week.